Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Carrot Juice Podcast. We are back here for another episode. This is being recorded on September 6th, which is Labor Day. So happy Labor Day to everybody out there. Hope you enjoyed your holiday. Yes, I am your host. I go by the name Monte Lee. However, this is Carrot Juice and I am a self-proclaimed, as you see on the shirt right here, if you're watching this on YouTube, common senseologist. What does that mean? I think that far too often in today's day and age, we are lacking something in the culture and it is common sense. So what we do here at Carriage Juice is we have conversations about popular culture, about uh, professional and personal development, about finances. Um, and I try to give it to you in a way that is easy to relate to, that you can take in bite-sized doses and take with you in your day, wherever you're going and whatever you're doing. And hopefully I'm adding some value to you by doing that. So if you haven't done so already, make sure that you like the video. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you listen to the podcast, thank you. I appreciate the support. I appreciate you guys. And uh, share the podcast with anybody that you believe would enjoy this content. So without further ado, let's get right into the show here. We have a good show. We have some good topics to cover. I wanted to start off the show by talking about something that happened over the weekend. I'm going to share my screen here and we'll get into it. Okay. So over the weekend, this is according to MediaTakeoutNews.com. Shout out to them. I'll leave links to all of the articles that I'm going over today in the description. Okay. So, according to uh, Media Takeout News, comedian Fukan Johnson is dead after an accidental overdose by fentanyl laced cocaine. So, this article was published yesterday, September 5th. And Los Angeles-based comedian Fukan Johnson has died. Media Takeout News confirmed, along with two other people, the th oh, it says three. Okay, so apparently three people passed away. So the three died of an apparent drug overdose at drug overdose at a party. And there's a picture of Fukan. Uh, hopefully, I'm pronouncing that correctly. Rest in peace to him and condolences to his family during this tough time. Um, sad, man. Sad. So let's uh, find out a little bit more uh, about Fukan. I did not, I've never uh, heard about him or I never listened to any of his comedy. Uh, but apparently, he was 42 years old and the other victims were believed are believed to have unwittingly ingested fentanyl laced cocaine during a get together in Venice late Friday. Uh, also in here, it's saying comedian Kate Quigley, who lives next door to the house and recently dated the Hootie and the Blowfish singer, was hospitalized in critical condition, according to the report. Wow. So. I, I saw something briefly about her, and I think she is a comedian as well. Let me get her name. Well, let me uh, share the screen with her because I wasn't familiar with her either. So I will just get a picture of her pulled up here. So apparently, 
Um, this is Kate Quigley. Kate Quigley is right here. I'll share my screen so you guys can see her. So this is Kate Quigley. And apparently she was at this get together as well. She ingested some alleged cocaine that they didn't know at the time was laced with fentanyl, but it looks like she's going to pull through and recover. So uh, shout out to her. Hopefully that she uh, recovers uh, for what, from what's going on here. But before I go off in too much of a tangent, let's continue with the, with the uh, article here. And then I will, uh, give my thoughts on this situation and what's going on. So the medical examiner will officially determine what killed Fukan and the other unnamed victims, but sources tell that tell the outlet all four people were ingesting coke tainted with a super powerful powerful opiate. So if you're not familiar with fentanyl. Fentanyl is extremely dangerous. It is very, um, what's, what's the best way to put it? Potent. And there's been a plethora of overdoses and people dying um, from this uh, drug because of its potency. And it goes on to say here in the article, let me pull it up. It goes on to say here that fentanyl is a synthetic painkiller that is up to a hundred times more potent than heroin. And it has been a factor in the deaths of Prince, Mac Miller, and Tom Petty. Wow. So it is pervading the society. People are taking this not knowing what it is and thinking that they're ingesting some other substance and it's laced with this and people are losing their lives due to this substance. It's also indicating here in um, the news article that the LAPD is investigating who supplied the killer doses. The initial report came from TMZ. Okay, so I will stop sharing my screen there and then I'll give my thoughts on this. Okay. So this is what I'm thinking about this ordeal. In Hollywood, all in Hollywood in particular, there was a culture of people using cocaine recreationally. It's their right to do what they're gonna do with their life. Uh, I'm not here to uh, judge anybody in regards to that. But I will say, I will say, I don't participate in anything like that, of course. I'm, I'm not a proponent of people using um, drugs or whatever, but this is a public service announcement for anyone um, that, is in that life and that's going through that and suffering with addiction or what have you. When you purchase something and when you get that substance, you're not making it. So you don't know where it came from and what's starting to happen a lot in the society right now. And in that trade is people are 
dying because for whatever reason, the substance is starting to be laced with a stronger, more potent substance such as fentanyl, I'm guessing for like cost saving purchases, but people are losing their lives because they're not, uh, their body cannot handle the potency of the substance. It's a hundred times more strong than heroin. And that is the reason why people are overdosing and losing their lives. So this is an unfortunate situation. I want people to educate themselves. If you are for any reason suffering from addiction, you're suffering from uh, drug abuse, reach out to someone, go and seek treatment. And um, yeah, this is a very serious thing. And I will say, more often than not, if somebody is resorting to consuming substances, it's tied to something mentally. It's tied to a mental health issue. And you want to make sure that you're speaking about what's going on there. You get treatment to figure out what you are doing, what happened in your life, what happened to you prior to that drug abuse that's causing you to use substances as a way to cope with what what's going on what you're feeling and if you can try to figure out a way to cope in a healthy way that doesn't involve you consuming some substance that's only going to help you in your life moving forward so i know that's a heavy way to start uh the episode but i i had to talk about that and cover that because it's something that's been happening in our society far too often and i want people to get help i want people to learn how to address and handle their um, trauma and adversity in life without resorting to using those substances, okay? And yeah, without further ado, we will continue moving with the program and go into the next story we have, okay? So the next thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about today has to do with none other than NBA basketball player and seems like going to be a frequent flyer of the show, P.J. Washington. P.J. Washington of the Charlotte Hornets, okay? I don't know if you guys have been living under a rock, but you know P.J. Washington got caught up in a situation where he got an IG model pregnant, He's 22. The IG model that he got pregnant, I believe she's 30, maybe 30. And after she had his child, they broke off the relationship. She broke off the relationship like what? Two months later. And now he's going and going to be going through the whole uh, child support process. OK. OK, so that's kind of the backstory. So this article, courtesy of Media Takeout News, is entitled NBA Baller P.J. Washington Unveils His New Girlfriend. And guess who it is? Guess, guess what type of person it is? Drum roll. Another IG model. Guys, it's another IG model. Ah. <sighs> Let me share the screen for you guys. 
So NBA baller BJ Washington 22 is locked in a bitter child support battle with his ex-girlfriend, Instagram model, Brittany Renner. So media takeout news has learned that PJ has moved on to another IG model. Yeah, yeah. So she looks similar in reputation to his ex, Brittany. Who knows? She could be a better person. She could be a better person. And I don't know Brittany, but from what I've seen in the news and everything like that, she's kind of she is engaging in elite finesse behavior. And if you don't know what finesse is, finesse is pretty much when somebody uses their beauty, their status, their privilege in a way to gain resources from someone without, what's the best way to put this, without reciprocating that value, okay? Literally, very pretty woman, very attractive, uses a man uses somebody who has resources that they want to get what they want and not in the business of actually reciprocating that treatment, that care. Uh, and back in the day, they would call people gold diggers, but that's not being used nowadays. Everybody knows that for the most part, people want to get the best that they can get. So we just call it finessing nowadays. Okay. So that's a little educational uh, knowledge there. So let's continue with this article. So PJ's new bay is a gorgeous Instagram model named Alyssa Chanel. According to her Instagram page, she's a brand ambassador, model and influencer. What does that mean? Oh, and she also has an OnlyFans. She also has an OnlyFans. Guys, guys. Wow. Come on, PJ. You can't be this stupid, bro. Come on. All right. All right. So let's check out this. Let's check out Alyssa's uh, Instagram. Okay. So this is the, the new, the new lady right here. Alyssa Chanel. Okay. Oh, this is not, this is not safe for YouTube. Oh, that's not actually too bad. Okay. Got some sandals. All right. You got some sandals. The blonde hair. The blonde. What do you how do you guys feel about the blonde hair on the on black girls? I don't like it. I don't like it. Your hair does not grow blonde. It's never going to grow blonde. What's wrong with having black hair? I think natural coloring hair. I think black women look really great with their natural black hair. I don't get it. What's up with the blonde stuff? Is that just me? Is it just me? I mean, we in a trust tree. You guys can let me know if I'm wrong. Uh, gosh. So, uh, and that's them together posting a picture. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Listen, if you're happy, brother, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not going to knock you for doing what you're going to do, but you got to be smarter than this. Young men. You got to be smarter than this. If you have resources, if you're somebody that has a lot of good things going for you, there's a lot better things you can do than dealing with these IG models, man. Honestly, come on. 
you can there's so many more options out here for you that I just don't understand. Like it's um, it's these NBA basketball players and these rappers. That's like all they think about. There's plenty of women out here who are beautiful, gorgeous, and they're not on OnlyFans. You know? Like, hello? Is this thing on? You can do a lot better than that. It's just sad, man. These dudes are fumbling the bag left and right, literally. Because he's already going to be in a child support battle with Brittany Renner. Now he's dealing with another IG model. Good Goodness gracious, man. What the French toast. Okay. Shout out to Kevin Samuels. What the French toast. All right. So, yeah. Good luck with that, PJ. So, moving on. We're going to go on to the next article that I have here scheduled on the Care Juice Podcast. And there was another report that came out. In the news that, let me share my screen with you guys, that Kim Kardashian is open to reconciliation with Kanye West. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So let's see what they're talking about here. Let's see what they're talking about. So... According to the article, Kim Kardashian is reportedly open to the idea of her and Kanye West saving their marriage and getting back together. That's great. I think that's good. I think she's starting to realize that, I mean, she has, what, three kids by this man? They already were married. I'm all for people staying together once they get married. I'm all for that. So I hope that they do because I don't want to see Kim Kardashian out here on Instagram posting thirst pictures when she's got a whole family, three, three or so kids. I mean, come on. That's not the look. That's not what we need. That's not what we want. That's not what we need. That's not what we want. Come on. Let's be honest. Let's be real. Okay. So apparently, according to this article, Kim is not rushing divorce. A source told E! News, she and Kanye are in a good place right now. And she is not on a rush timeline to push the divorce forward. Okay. Good to hear, man. I, I wish him the best. I hope that it works out. He seems to be in a better place after releasing this album. In the Donda album, if you haven't, I, I did a reaction to one of the songs. So check out my YouTube to check that out if you uh, guys are interested. But if you give the Donda album a listen, you can kind of see where his headspace is. He's remaining consistent with what he said as far as not making any more secular music. It's a it's a it's a it's a gospel album with Kanye's influence all over it. But there's no cursing on the album. Uh, he's giving all the praise to the Most High. So it seems like he's walking what he's talking. He is erratic and everything, but he's always been erratic. So. I do think that he has love for her and they have a family. So I hope that it stays together. Uh, so the article goes on to say that Kim and Kanye seem to have worked on their friendship. Uh, they were seen together at the listening parties for what was going on. Uh, and also other little nugget of information. There's kind of a feud going on a little bit right now between Kanye and Drake. 
And apparently Kanye West was mad at Drake over the Kiki song. And because in the Kiki song, if you're not familiar with it, I think Drake referenced possibly having relations with Kim Kardashian in the past. So there's a feud ongoing between Drake and Kanye. They both released albums <laughs> um, recently and they both kind of hinted at one another and there's some subliminal stuff going on between the two right now. So stay tuned for that. I might be doing some more coverage on the Drake Kanye controversy. Dun, dun, dun. Boom, boom, boom. All right. So we'll keep going with the program. Let me get that off my screen. Get that off my screen. All right. Hope everybody's doing well, you know, enjoying their holiday. All right. Oh, you guys will like this one. I thought this one was good and it's uh, consistent with some of the things we talk about here on this podcast. Okay. Tory Spelling. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Tory, Tory Spelling. However, she hit the news recently. Oh, Let me see what her best roles were. All right. All right. So Tory Spelling. Let's see. She has been in a lot of stuff, actually. So Tori Spelling is, man, she's been in a lot of movies. Um, What's her most prominent thing? Okay, let's check on this. Um, I think she was in 90210 back in the day. Yeah, Beverly Hills 90210 was her main thing. All right, so Tori Spelling, American actress and author. Her first major role was Donna Martin on Beverly Hills 90210. Okay. And then she's been on a lot of movies like B B level roles, C level roles, you know, but she's been she's been in Hollywood, okay, for a long time. Okay. So, where am I going with this? Okay. So, let's let's get to it. Let's get to it, guys. All right. So, where I'm going with this is Tori Spelling. Let me share my screen with you. Tori Spelling gets a brand new face. Now looks like a Khloe Kardashian clone. Yeah. All right. So Tori Spelling has reportedly undergone massive plastic surgery to change her face and body. Media takeout news has learned. The blonde bombshell is being called a Khloe Kardashian clone across social media. So this is what she used to look like. If you're looking at the screen here, her in her purple dress, this is what she looked like before all of the work, okay? So the article goes on to say that the Beverly Hills 90210 veteran who has not been seen with her husband, Dean McDermott for months has looked extremely different. Ooh, she, oh, is she getting divorced? Hmm, hmm. That would, that would give credence to why she's getting all this work done. She's trying to get back out here on this market. She's trying to get back out here in these streets. Okay. Okay, Tori. All right. So let's see. So her facial structure and her body appear to have been clearly enhanced with aggressive plastic surgery. 
All right. So I know the anticipation is here. You guys are trying to figure out. So what's going on? What does she look like now? Are you sure about that? Let's see what she looks like now, guys. Let's see. So this is what that lady looks like now. <laughs> Man, guys, I don't know. She does kind of look like Kim Kardashian. Let's blow this up. Oh, let me. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, she looks that. What do you guys think? The reports aren't off. The reports are not off. So she done went to the plastic surgeon and created herself. She's a Chloe doppelganger now. Okay. Okay, she is trying to be out here after she gets away from her husband, I guess. Okay. All right. So let's go on with the article. It says some of her Instagram followers even think the that the looker 48 has begun to resemble another star keeping up with the Kardashians about. Oh, okay. They're just talking about Chloe again. Okay. So somebody asked, is it Kardashian surgeon? Whoa, thought you were Chloe Kardashian for a minute. These are some of the comments that she's gotten. And that's her with none other than Snooki. See, I don't like what's going on here with these noses and these weird. They all like are kind of looking like Michael Jackson, right? Michael Jackson with the blonde wig. I don't know that nose. Strange. It's strange. What are we doing out here in this world, man? Women are getting plastic surgery and popping up looking like a whole Kardashian out here. <laughs> that lady is 48. Oh my goodness, man. Oh my goodness, man. Denied. <laughs> what do you guys think? Man, all of these people about to be going and getting this plastic surgery. It's crazy, man. Mm -mm 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 -mm. <sighs> guys. This is getting this is getting crazy, man. It's getting scary out here in these streets, to say the least. All right. So we're coming down to the conclusion of the episode. And I wanted to finish this episode off with some tangible information, especially in remembrance of the Labor Day holiday, because I am recording this on Labor Day, like I said before. And there was an article that came out via CNN that is pertinent to this day and the climate of what we have going on in the country. So according to CNN, jobless Americans left scrambling after pandemic unemployment benefits end. What? What? The pandemic started like what, February 2020? It is September 2021. Who's been on unemployment this entire time? Right? Let's talk about the article because I got a lot to say about this. Okay? Let me share my screen with you. So, jobless Americans 
left scrambling after pandemic unemployment benefits end. April Stokes wants to go back to work. An optician by trade, Stokes was employed at Henry Ford Optin Eyes until the coronavirus struck and school closed for her two young children. So the family has been able to ride out the pandemic thanks to expanded federal unemployment benefits, which provided them with $11.50 every two weeks, much less than Stokes was making before, but enough to survive. And that looks like that's her right there. Okay. The article goes on to say, now, however, that vital lifeline has ended. Stokes isn't worried about her ability to find a new job, but finding one that can accommodate her children's schedule will be next to impossible, she says. Childcare in the Detroit suburb where she lives is severely limited, she said, and the nanny she trusted to pick up the kids in the afternoon prior to the pandemic is no longer available. So my question for this is, um, my question for this, and I'll get right back to this in a second though, is where's the dad? Where's the father of these kids? You shouldn't have to do this all alone. And if he's not in the, ch the children's life at all, or what have you, why is that? What's going on there? I would say, you need to uh, make some decisions and try to get the father to be helping out with part of this because you had two kids with somebody. You chose that man. That man should be helping you out with what's going on with the kids. Or did you leave him and did you want to keep custody of the kids? Now you're in this predicament. That, that would be my question. I don't know. I don't know this lady, but my question would be like, where's the dad at? You know? Hey, if you're going through this much issues and trouble, unless he's not around, maybe maybe the kids should go live with, with the dad while you're figuring out this whole entire situation. Okay. But far too often in today's society, that scene is like, oh, the children have to be with the mother. No, not if the father is a more stable person and can take care of the kids and actually has a job and has uh, resources and the ability to take care of them in this moment. That's kind of my thoughts on that. But let's keep going with the article here, all right? All right, so our article goes on, says the government is not leaving us with many, with any options, says Stokes, noting that officials are pushing people back to work while telling them that the Delta variant remains a concern. There are a lot of single moms out here that are really panicking right now and don't know what to do. Yeah, like I said, my question for that is like, why are you a single mom? Where's the father? You chose to procreate with this person. That person should be able to help you. Or if you don't have the ability to take care of the kids, let the kids go stay with the dad while you get yourself back situated. Okay. Unless the person's not around, unless the person's in prison or something, then I still would have a question to that. Why are you procreating with somebody that's in prison or that went to prison or whatever? You know what I mean? So, all right, let's continue with the article. So nearly 18 months after Congress came to the rescue of jobless Americans, it's historic expansion of the nation's unemployment benefit system expired nationwide this weekend. 
Lawmakers who extended the three pandemic programs in December and March are not expected to renew them again. Okay. A key component of the relief effort was a federal weekly supplement for out-of-work Americans. Initially, the jobless received a 600-a-week boost from April through July of 2020. Congress then revived the enhancement in late December, but reduced it to 300-a-week. Okay? So, I'll go down a little further here. So, President Joe Biden said last month that states can use federal relief funds to extend the programs beyond Labor Day, but so far, none ever said they will do so. Great. The end of safety net comes as Delta variant is weighing on the economy and dampening hiring. The U.S. added only 235,000 jobs in August, far lower than economists had ex been expecting, and the smallest increase since January. Okay? So this is important. Listen up, guys. Listen up. Nearly 11 million people affected. More than 8 million people are now left with no unemployment compensation at all, while another 2.7 million lost the 300 federal weekly boost, but will continue to receive state payments according to estimates by the Century Foundation. So that's 11 million people, right? 11 million people. 8 million left with no unemployment, okay? Okay. It goes on further. All right, we got the gist of it with people out here, okay? All right, so that's that's that part of it. That's that part of it. People are losing the unemployment benefits that a lot of people have been on since the start of the pandemic. My opinion, honestly, I believe that they needed to end. They should have ended a while ago because of this reason, and I will support it. I will support it here, okay? This article right here is the reason why I support the benefits ending. Excuse me. Share my screen. Why America has 8.4 million, this is courtesy of the Washington Post, why America has 8.4 million unemployed when there are 10 million job openings. Okay. 8.4 million unemployed when there are 10 million job openings, right? That's 1.6 million above what we need, right? Okay. All right. There's a correction here. A previous version of this article and an accompanying chart overstated the number of leisure and hospitality jobs in June. There were 1.7 million, not 3.5 million. Okay. Correction there. All right, and this was published on September 4th, two days ago, okay? So a mystery sits at the heart of the economic recovery. There are 10 million job openings, yet more than 8.4 million unemployed are still actively looking for work. The job markets looks in some ways like a boom time situation. Business owners complain they can't find enough workers. Pay is rising rapidly and customers are greeted with, please be patient. We're short staff signs at many stores and restaurants. Yes, I have been seeing that a lot. I have been seeing that a lot. People are short staff. Employers are begging people to come to work. They're paying more. They're giving incentive to work. They're giving uh, more flexibility with hours. 
employers are begging people to work. So why are there so many people collecting unemployment, huh? Let's let's answer that. Let's figure out. Let's get to the meat of this. Let's figure out. Let's get some common sense in this situation, okay? From the White House to the local Waffle House, there's a struggle to understand what's going on and what's likely ahead, okay? So what did Biden say? President Joe Biden said on September 3rd that he hoped to see a higher number of new jobs added this month and noted the job growth since taking office and noted the job growth since taking office. So we already kind of went over this, but uh, the employment crisis will hit an inflection point as many of the unemployed lose $300 in, in federal benefits. We talked about that already. So what's the heart of it? What's the reason why I believe that this is right and, and the unemployment needed to end? Listen good, listen well, guys. At the heart of this, Okay, at the heart of this, there is a massive real, real uh, ah, I can't speak right now. There's a massive reallocation underway in the economy that's triggering a great reassessment of work in America from both the employer and employee perspectives. Okay, so workers are shifting where they want to work and how, where they want to work and how. For some, this is a personal choice. Okay, a personal choice. Check that out right there. Okay, let's look at this. Blow it up. All right, let me get this. Oh, on escape. All right, personal choice. Okay, you see that? Personal choice. All right, that's what it is. That's what it is. It's a personal choice as to why people are doing this. They're choosing to not uh, work. They're choosing to not work because they're wanting to keep the benefits. Okay. That's not a dire situation. The pandemic and all of the anxieties, lockdowns, and time at home have changed people. Some want to work remotely forever. Others want to spend more time with family. And others want more flexible or more meaningful career path. It's the only, it's the you only live once mentality on steroids. Meanwhile, companies are beefing up automation and redoing entire supply chains and office setups. So while you're not there, while you're not wanting to work some of these jobs, they're getting a robot to replace you. Okay. And then you're trying to go back and get that same job. And they're like, no, well, you were sitting on your butt for the past year collecting unemployment when you could have been working. And they're figuring out ways to get that supply out. Because one thing that people who own businesses and have a supply and demand, they're going to figure out whatever they need to do to keep it moving, to keep it going. All right. So I'm not going to read all of this, but I'll leave this in the description. However, lo long story short, long story short, I'm going to leave this article in the description. I'm not going to read through all of this. Here's the gist of it, guys. There are people who are making the choice to not work because they have been incentivized to sit at home, collect the unemployment because the unemployment was worth more money than what they were making originally at their job, okay? However, 
you can't say what I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna get no more unemployment when you've been collecting unemployment for 16 months. And every two seconds when I go down the street where I go into places, they're saying we're short staffed. We can't get people to work. If you walk into a place and you're semi-qualified and you apply and you wanna work, you will get the job. So the unemployment isn't the problem. People's lack of a motivation to work is the problem. And the way that you correct that is you cut off that unemployment and people will go back to work and get to it. And this is fitting on Labor Day. We had all of the protests. We had all the reforms in um, the country re revolving around that. People have rights as workers to not be overworked, not work seven days a week, not work 12 hour days like people did back then. Nowadays, all you got to do is go and work, make an honest living and provide for your family and people who hat are no longer given that handicap to just sit there and collect the unemployment have no choice but to go out there and work. And if you wanted some more information on Labor Day and the significance of the holiday and what it actually means, I actually released a video about all of this on my YouTube channel earlier today. So go ahead and check out the YouTube channel if you haven't already. It's Carrot Juice Podcast and I dive into that. Other than that, that's been another episode of the Carrot Juice Podcast. I hope that you guys are enjoying the content because I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying bringing it to you guys, hot, heavy, raw, unfiltered, and um, yeah, it's been great. So everybody, if you take anything from this episode, let it be this. Forget trying to keep up with the Joneses and do what everybody else is doing uh, uh, just because it seems cool. This is the public service announcement to people like PJ. PJ, please, man. The IG models are always going to be there. You're six foot 10 and you play in the NBA. Don't keep gambling with your talent with these IG models and people who are looking for work. Go outside. Go into any business that has a we're hiring sign. You will get hired. It's not going to be the end of the world now that unemployment has been cut off for some of you. It's still there at the limited amount for some people who are in dire situations. But I would guess the majority of the people who are losing out on unemployment now have been collecting it with the ability to work, with the ability to contribute to society for a while now and they just had no incentive to do so because of that extended and a increased amount of the payments so yeah so with that being said it's been another episode of care juice if you haven't already make sure that you subscribe to the podcast you check out the youtube channel you like and subscribe to that and hug somebody love somebody if you haven't done so already, do something good for somebody not expecting anything in return. And I will speak to you guys next week. I keep the podcast coming every Tuesday. Be well.